The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Natasha Ekesaman is with us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great as well, I think, great as I can be I suppose. Now you've got a new memoir entitled Overcoming a journey from pain to peace purpose and power. So what's the idea behind that book first of all is that a true story for you? It is it is so it's a memoir based on just my life experiences. Um, I kind of hop around and touch on the stories that I think readers can connect with. Mm. Um, So just a quick little example I start off at nine years old, when I'm in my dad's kitchen with a knife pressed to my wrist, contemplating suicide. And then I jump to when I'm 17, when an actual suicide attempt. And then I just take you through my challenges, but also show how with the shift of mindset and perspective, I was able to overcome them. Mm. Was it quite a tough thing to write about to go back and sort of relive these memories? Honestly, you know, a lot of people ask me that. And It wasn't really. I mean, you know, talking about your story, of course, it it requires authenticity and opening up. But this is stuff that I've really um, recovered from a long time ago. And I just wanted to show other people through my own examples how they can overcome what they're going through. Yeah. So I guess does it have a more sort of cathartic thing about it? Does that maybe release a lot of emotion when you're writing about something and not keeping it all in? It does. It does. I've always used that as a way to release what I'm going through. Um, I've always written in journals, which I kind of dug up before I wrote this book. And so to release it to the world was scary, um, but it was exciting. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So how long did it take you to write it then? It took me about three months. Ooh, yeah. Would you say that's quite quick to write a book? Because I feel like a lot of people take years. Yeah. So I've been on and off for years. Like I'll start it and write a few chapters here and there or a chapter. And then one day I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw this 30 day book writing challenge. And I'm like, there's no way this is going to work, but I'm going to (laughs) try. Did I do it in 30 days? Absolutely not. It took me three times, you know, that amount of time, but it's amazing. He just keeps you on track every day with 
you know, work for 30 minutes, work for an hour. The times he said work for an hour, sometimes I would work for like five hours straight, <laughs> but eventually I got it done. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting thing because a lot of authors will say that the best ways to write are to do a few minutes in the morning, or well, maybe a bit more than a few minutes, but, you know, a little bit in the morning when you wake up and sort of leave it and have a nice little break. Do you think that that sort of helps because you're not just forcing yourself, I suppose? Yes. Well, because I own a hair salon, so I'm just super busy during the day. I have three kids here, my husband. I did do that as well. The mornings I would work for an hour or two. Then in the evenings I would, you know, do a few hours, but on my off days, I was literally just in the zone, you know, almost all day. Yeah. Was there anything in your life that you maybe wanted to put in the book, but maybe completely forgot about and it wasn't till you'd finished it that you wanted to kind of fit in absolutely um there were a few things that's crazy like just in random conversation with clients a memory would pop up and you're like how did i forget this this was a huge thing in my life right (laughs) but i say you know whatever maybe if i do a volume two i can add it oh yeah absolutely are you thinking about doing a volume two i am not right now but that's just kind of the the line that i give um (laughs) you know even to myself because there's always going to be more you want to add. It's always, it could be better, right? There's always, even though I've gotten amazing feedback, um, I just feel like there's always more editing that can be done, especially when you're perfectionist. So I tell myself, just say that. If you do a volume two, you can add all that stuff in later. Yeah, absolutely. So have you written other books or is this just a kind of one book you've written and that's it? This is the only one, um, excuse me, when I was younger, I had a few poems published. Um, So, you know, little things here and there. I've always loved to write. I've always loved to read. Like I have a huge bookcase um, just full of books, but this is the first one I've written. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. So you wrote it during three months. So it's probably not too bad for this, but did you ever get any writer's block along the way? I mean, I suppose it's not as likely to happen because it's nonfiction, so you haven't got to find inspiration, but did you ever kind of struggle and not feel like writing? Absolutely. Um, And I think what I struggled with the most was... um, But, you know, they call them imposter syndrome. Even though I've, I've read... I mean, my family always laughs at how much I read. I read several books a month. Um, I, as I said, I own a hair salon. The first hair salon that I worked at, they would laugh because underneath where everybody had their products and supplies, I would have books stacked. (laughs) So before I was super busy, I would always have books tucked under there to read in between clients. Um, But because I hadn't actually written a book, um, it wasn't as much of a writer's block as it was of having these moments of just feeling like, who do I think I am to create something yeah. that other people will connect with, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any experience of fiction writing in a way? Do you feel that you'd be able to cross genres if you wanted to get into writing? You know what? Um, I feel like if I wanted to write I feel like anything that I write needs to pull from my own experience. Like I could possibly, you know, I'm creative. I could come up with a story, but I think for me to really be invested enough to stay in it from beginning to end, it would have to be some sort of a a how-to or a guide or something that shows people how to transcend, you know, the challenges that they've been through. Not necessarily through my own story, but giving people those concrete steps. 
Yeah, absolutely. Do you get up to anything else in your free time? I mean, there's your hair salon, but other than writing, do you have any fun things that you spend your time on? Yes. Well, so during the shutdown, because here in the States um, and especially in California, we had the most strict shutdown, I believe, in the U.S. outside of New York for a brief time. But um, we had probably seven months out of the year where we were not um, able to open. And so I had already been doing I'm into everything like spiritual. So I read tarot cards. I love to do that. Um, I am Reiki certified. So I did a course for that. Um, I love to travel to travel with my family. So even though we were supposed to be in Italy and Morocco during this lockdown, we were able to just drive up and down the coast. Um, so that's really what I love to do. But during the shutdown, I started um, a one-on-one coaching business. So oh, nice. I've been doing, um, I'm an empowerment mentor for clients. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit hard during the shutdown because with books usually you can make a lot of sales from signings and stuff whereas these days people are just buying them online really yeah you know um that is where the blessing of my hair salon it's just you know it unfolds because yeah i've had my salon i opened my own salon about 10 years ago i've been in the business for 15 years And I'm booked, you know, weeks out and we're like a sisterhood, right? We support one another. Every single one of my clients who's written a book, I always purchase it. I always read it. And I was so moved by the way they rallied around me. Like my clients, I was too scared to even post online that I had written a book because I was so scared of how it would be received. (laughs) And my clients started posting and tagging me. And I ended up hitting the number one new release in like three categories, Um, I enrolled my book on the Kindle Select on Amazon. It became number one in all the memoirs within a few days. So the the sales have been going pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where are we able to find your book if we are interested in helping those sales? Yes, please do. (laughs) I could always, always use more sales, um, you know, because once my clients did that initial purchase, you know, it has kind of tapered off. Um, Mm. But yes, so you can find it on Amazon. My last name is so unique. So yeah. if you put in Natasha and then Ickes, I-C-K-E-S, um, I'm going to be the only person on Amazon that pops up. And oh, I don't wow. know if people are actually able to see this, but yeah, yeah, this is the book. Yeah, nice. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the show today. It's been great talking to you about the book. Thank you so much. It was a wonderful experience. Have a great rest of your day. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.